the weekend got off to a bad start when I stepped on Gumdrop. It went from bad to tragic when I held a woman in my arms and knew there was no way I could save her. She was already dead. I was standing on my tallest stool, reaching to grab the last tray of beads from the top shelf in the guest room closet. Almost got it, I said to my cat Gumdrop, who was watching me from the bed. Finally, I hooked my fingernails on the edge of the tray and pulled it slowly off the shelf, careful not to spill the contents of the shallow box. In preparation for an upcoming sale, I had placed each bead into its own separate spot in the grid of compartments in the tray. I took a slow step down one of the rungs of the stool, then another. Relieved that I was almost down, I took my final step toward the floor and realized, too late, I'd stepped on gumdrop. The ear-piercing screech of a pissed-off cat threw me off balance. That, of course, and the fact that I was not stepping on the floor, but instead on the body of a cat who was attempting to flee. I tried to regain my balance, but it was a lost cause. With one last futile leap, I tried to stick a perfect ten-point landing, gymnast-style, holding the tray above my head. I saw myself falling in slow motion, the tray of glass beads still in my hands as I plunged to the floor. The beads left the tray and went flying through the air. It was bad enough that they were falling and possibly breaking, but it was a real insult that they were pelting down on my head like hail. Damn it, Gummy! Why are you always in the way? I yelled at Gumdrop, who had run from the room as fast as his fat body could carry him. I'd find him later, likely jammed under a pillow on the sofa to sleep off the scary experience. Ouch, I added to no one but myself, feeling for lumps on my head. Searching the oriental carpet in my office, cum guest room, I tried to find all the beads that had been flung from the tray by my not-so-graceful fall. When I squeezed under the bed, a swirl of cat hair drifted past me. I made a mental note to run the vacuum cleaner under here the next time I tackled the housekeeping in my half of the duplex. After examining each bead, I replaced it into its cubby in the tray. These were glass beads, ones that I had made myself in a torch by melting different colors of glass together. Fortunately, all the beads seemed to have made it, having been cooled properly overnight after I had completed each one. I'd found 23 of the beads, but there was one empty spot left in the tray. Where had that bead gone? Under the desk? No. Still in the closet? No. In the carpet's fringe? No. The doorbell rang. Brushing gumdrops hair off my jeans, I trotted to the door. I needed to get out the duct tape and give myself a once-over to get rid of the fluff, but didn't bother. I didn't want Val to have to wait. A quick glimpse in the mirror confirmed that my mop of light brown hair was sticking out in every direction, as usual. Then I noticed something strange. A large blue bead wedged tightly in my cleavage. The missing bead. What a relief to spare Val from seeing that. It spared me, too, from getting teased by her for weeks to follow. I pulled open the front door. <laughs> My neighbor Val said while holding a green glass pitcher of margaritas in one hand, two stemmed glasses with a bowl of guacamole teetering on top of them in the other, and a bag of Tostitos held in her teeth. What? I said, grabbing the bag of tortilla chips from her mouth. I said I couldn't get the door open, so I used my elbow to ring the bell. I'm glad you didn't take much longer, Jax, because I was about ready to drop this pitcher of Marg's, and that would have been a true tragedy. I've already dropped enough glass things for today, 
I just dropped an entire tray of beads. None of them broke, fortunately. I need that inventory for the bead fun sale in Portland. Val set down the glasses on the kitchen table. Salt? she asked. For the rims of the glasses? Sorry, I only have table salt. Jax, honey, when are you going to learn how to properly stock your pantry? Really, you can't always rely on me to bring you snacks and drinks. It's worked for me so far, I said, shrugging. Here, let's open these chips, and we'll just suck the salt off them before drinking our margaritas, okay? Sounds good. I admit I let Val take care of me. It makes her feel good to think she's taking care of an artist who is able to make pretty things but needs a lot of help with just about everything else, especially eating, drinking, and shopping for clothes.